Hi, everyone. Welcome and thank you for tuning into The Animal Files, the podcast where we expose the truth, science, and spirituality of pet care and provide you with the wisdom and tools you need to raise happy and healthy companion animals. My name is Victoria, an animal spirituality facilitator and integrative energy practitioner. And my name is Miranda, an animal health technologist and pet care safety expert. Let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to the Animal Files podcast, and we have another great guest for you. We are hoping to bring more and more extraordinary people onto the podcast and give you as much information as we can. And today we have Don Bacha. He is the co-founder of Hella's Catios. And if you've been listening to our podcast, you know we talk about catios all the time because we want to keep our feline safe. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to just send it over to Miranda and she's going to give you a quick overview and then we'll let Don take it from there. Welcome, Don. We're happy to have you on today and hope to be able to enlighten people on what catios are and what the benefits of them are. Thank you. So you started your business in 2016. Correct. And we'll get into it a little uh, in a bit here about how you transitioned into that. But your reasoning for starting it is to help change the mindset of people to help them understand that it's cool to have a catio, that it's the smartest and best way to keep your cat safe while enjoying the outdoors, as well as providing feline enrichment. So let's start with that and have you kind of expand on that a bit. Well, I think we can all agree that there are the adventure cats out there that are great for being on a harness and going for a walk in the wilderness or down the, the streets of Vancouver, but that's few and far between. That may be one in 10,000 cats. Most of them like to be in the comfort of their own home. And then there's the ones that have been given the opportunity to explore the neighborhood. And we know nowadays that's not safe to do so. Mm -hmm. In the old days when we lived on farms and they were there to help control the mice in the barn and that kind of thing, that was okay. But times have changed and we're now all in the urban environment. It's not rural anymore and they've got different dangers. And we have to, as pet guardians, be able to see that and say, how can we still give them the outdoor environment safely? And we know we all have such busy lives to be taking them out on a leash every day. That's just like dog walkers that it's a, it's a tough task and we all don't have the time for that. Mm, definitely. Plus it's a challenge as well, because how many people want to take the time to actually train their cats to walk on a leash? Yes. Early training, again, if you can do it, but later mm -hmm. in life, it can be hard. And, and yes, cats are trainable and my wife's very good at it but it's still a lot of work you have to invest and you have to be patient, mm -hmm. right? Absolutely. And I guess catios in another way is more of a convenience. And I guess we all know we can stand at the sink and wash dishes by hand, but having a dishwasher is pretty nice to have. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but I guess the, the proper and, and most beneficial way for a catio is to have independent access. Absolutely. And that's mm -hmm. what we strive to encourage all of our clients we don't always win, but we have had clients that have showed us that it works having a standalone catio in the yard. They open their back door, the cat runs right for the catio that the door is open on and he hops up in there and lays on one of his comfy shelves and hey, that works, but that's not the norm, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I've always seen myself eventually having a catio for my cats 
and having it like attached to the side of the house next to a window yeah. where I can just set it up so they can go in and out all day long yeah. and still be yeah. safe. And I don't have to worry about, you know, <laughs> me having to be right at that window all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's that's part of the joy of having a catio is when you can see them go in and out. Mm. And we do get the clients that limited space, they want to use a, a basement window access. And mm. I get it, but you don't have that joy of seeing somebody going in and out and going, okay, you just came back in and you, you had a good time. Now you're heading for the litter box and you're running right back outside. Or <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I took a look at some of the um, pictures of the catios that you have created. It's just amazing to me, the variety that you guys have created and the different sizes, different types. It can be as small as just like a little box around the window, I think, and really, really expansive around a whole backyard. And it's just incredible. And I, I looked at one of the Facebook posts that you had mentioned. You have a viral Facebook post that was viewed 122,000 times and wow. had 30... That was huh? shared 122,000 times. Oh, oh my goodness. Sorry. Good shared for you. <laughs> yeah. And talk about someone that's not used to social media and we're looking at the notifications on the on the iPhone and it's showing 99, but it wouldn't show anymore. But there was oh. more. And it was just a steady stream of checking notifications. It was quite the, the week. <laughs> wow. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I looked at all the images and it was actually a bit of a challenge for me to actually get access to it because my, it's a long way my computer back. was, yeah, my computer yeah. was slow in trying to load the pictures. My phone wouldn't even, yeah. it was like molasses. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's why, you know, you yeah. have a lot of examples and you've done a lot of good work for a lot of good people. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's again, a lot of them are inspired by our clients, uh, mm. what they'd like to see, what kind of room and, and again, budget, right? Uh, right. We know that the products we use aren't the cheapest. We use all cedar woods. So again, it's that old adage of uh, you get what you pay for. Right. And we try to accommodate everybody's budget the best we can. Mm -hmm. There is the people that say, geez, I've only got $300. What can I get with that? Well, uh, that's where you go to Amazon and you can buy one of those little <laughs> tent things that go, that's basically right. what it is. Right. But we can't compete with that small of a market. Right. Mm -hmm. What's the benefit of using cedar wood? It's something you don't have to treat, paint or stain. As oh, we can okay. agree, cats are one of the biggest groomers mm -hmm. and wherever they walk and touch, they're, they're grooming themselves. And yeah, the studies, let's say there's some people out there that will use pressure treated wood for their catios that, Nowadays, it's not arsenic in there, but it's a copper acetate or acetone, I believe. Mm. Okay. The study or the, the manufacturer is saying it's pet friendly or human friendly, yet you read the MSDS sheet and it tells you to wear gloves when working with it and wear uh, face protection and wash your hands oh. after. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And, and you, you actually, don't want to use that with your cats. Then. No, I know. But the, <laughs> the occasional time a, a dog may... Uh, lick their paws but cats are doing it all the time and going nobody studied that and do I want to risk that for any client even our own right. cats no when yeah. there's a better product out there that we don't have to use paints or stains that claim to be pet friendly or human friendly mm -hmm. or non-toxic mm -hmm. yeah that's another thing we talk about a lot is the labeling is that there's a lot of misinformation mislabeling out there uh, even that uh, on one of your guys's podcast you're talking about food and the labeling i just learned here months ago 
that they they can be creative on their ingredient list. Oh and yeah. For example, chicken. Well, you know that it's safe to say that chicken is the predominant ingredient, the one that there's most of. Except right after that, they'll say they have brown white rice, white rice, rice paste. And guess what? You put all that rice together and it's the main ingredient. But yep. because they break it down into separate little items, it doesn't have to be listed because it's smaller than the quantity of the chicken. Oh yeah, Each they've got them, all right? little tricks. Yeah. <laughs> they've got all these tricks, yeah. <laughs> and like some of our veterinarians have told us, there's no oversight even on that. Yeah, so no, there's uh, not. It, it, you have, that's why you have to really be, I guess, aware and do your research. And I personally, as a cat owner, I am very appreciative that the products that you choose for your catios don't have any of that stuff in it. Like mm -hmm. I, as a cat owner, would pay extra for untreated high quality cedar wood mm -hmm. because I know it's better for my animal. And these things, they last, they're, they're on your house. It's yeah. not like a put up and tear down kind of thing. It's a solid structure yeah. and it's important yeah. to make it done right. Yeah, because we don't treat it, we don't stain it. Well, it does gray over time but it lasts a very long time. I can't say yeah. forever, <laughs> but right. compared to if, if people that do paint and stain their catios, well, then you've got that maintenance issue after. Yeah. Going, mm. Oh, I need to put another coat on that or look at its flake and peeling off. And are my cats ingesting that? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want that. And I would imagine that the upfront cost of your catios probably becomes very economical over time when you consider how long it lasts. Correct. But again, to appreciate everyone's budget, not everyone's driving a, a BMW or a Jaguar. We all have our limitations of what we can oh, afford, yeah. knowing that, yes, if I could spend some more money, that it would be more th worthwhile that I could have a longer lasting vehicle, that kind of thing. Right. But we have to be real about that, right? Mm -hmm. So what was it that got you into the catio business? I guess first adopting our, our two boys, Spartacus and Zeus. And I guess I shouldn't lie to you and say adopted. We actually bought them from an online mm. marketplace where, again, we knew nothing about cats, you know, mm. besides them being around us when we we're children, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And Yvette grew up with, with having a cat in the home, but that was a, a roaming cat that was back in the day kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm. And it was us wanting them to experience the, the outdoors. And we tried the harness things and, yeah, they kind of liked it, but it just wasn't what we saw them thriving on mm -hmm. and doing our research going catios have been big in Australia and Great Britain for years and years over 20 years and yes we can look at what they build there and there's some builders that are uh, getting it but it's not just building a, a square box but putting enrichment in there for them to get up to different ele elevation have different different activities for them and they thrive yeah. on that mm -hmm. right so that's where I guess we succeed is we, we're trying to make it more fun. And of course, the larger the catio gives us the opportunity to put more features in and make it look more fun for the cats, right? Mm -hmm. I love that. Cats love enrichment. They love to climb. They love to roost way up top. I always talk to my husband when we're trying to figure out what our cats are. There's like ground dwellers, there's bush dwellers, and there's tree dwellers. And yeah. one cat can be all three at different times. And so if you provide them with the opportunities to either be a ground dweller, a bush dweller, or a tree dweller, yeah. then you're giving your feline a more well-rounded 
living experience yeah because that's what they would do in the wild our indoor Mm -hmm. catification they can go from the front of the host to the back of the host without touching the floor and there's Mm -hmm. different levels for them and we find that they'll sleep where they feel comfortable if the temperature is right for them if there's not a draft over here i'm going to sleep over there and that gives them the opportunity instead of here's your cat bed over here on the floor in the corner well, maybe that's not where I want to be. Right. Right. <laughs> you can do what I do and just give yeah. the cat the whole house. And we just live yeah. here. So, <laughs> so she's well, got more ours. places than we do to sleep. <laughs> yeah. And for us, it's enjoyment to watch them chase each other around and or sleeping on the rope bridges. And we got mm-hmm. gratification in that. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if it's done in a way that's safe for them, that they're not going to be knocking over stuff that could break or you know dump plants that could have toxic leaves or flowers or something on them then it's it's great so there's so much creativity that I've seen with some of this indoor catification as well as the catios (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna call them catacos (laughs) hey we can create new words I don't have the uh, ability right now because I live in a city and we aren't planning on staying here much longer if we can choose to do so. So I can't really build a catio in my house. But what we've done just to kind of give that semblance, because I've always dreamed about having a catio for my cats. And one of these days it's going to happen. It's on my bucket list. I'm going to have a nice big one for them. But what I've done is we have a really old house. And so we have those old time metal storm windows that you've pulled down. So we keep the windows open, put the storm down. She's got these big bay windows. And so she loves to sit in there, gets to see all across the neighborhood from our house. We're up on a hill and she loves it. I mean, she will sit in those bay windows. (laughs) Yeah. For hours on hours, I know she would benefit so greatly from a catio. So fingers yeah. crossed it can happen soon. Well, again, we've built quite a few if you've looked at our photos. And I think where we excel, where other people fall short is some people believe a, a closed in deck covered in with the roof, sidewalls and, and screening on the front. And they're just basically at a bigger window of your house. Mm-hmm. They can't watch the birds fly over. Yeah. They're not really mm-hmm. out in the elements. It's mm. an enclosed space, but it's not a real catio unless they're out there and they can see 360 yeah. degrees around them. And they can go mm. up higher and look out. Yeah, yeah. The two windows that my cat sits in, it, it overlooks a huge forsythia hedge along our property. And we probably have like 200 sparrows that live around our house. And so she gets to watch all the birds and all of that. She can be there for hours. Yeah. <laughs> Again, in the, in the warm summertime, our kids can be out most of the night because uh-huh. uh, we do give them 24-hour access. Oh, cool. But usually in the, the warm part of the day, they'd rather be in the house Yeah. Mm. and sleeping in the house. But geez, after supper, no, they want to be outside. And they're, we call it bug hunting. They're catching moss. And they'll actually bring them in through the pet door and play with them at our feet on the couch and, <laughs> and say, look what I caught. And we go, oh, good hunter, good hunter, girl. <laughs> And, and then one of our boy Zeus will come over and he'll eat the moth. And... <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> That's cool. And you're based in Edmonton, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I just keep adding Edmonton people to my circle. <laughs> Maybe I should make a point to visit Edmonton more often. <laughs> 
you know, I, I, I think about it and for the amount of catios we built in and around Edmonton and, and Calgary, that it's it's quite a few people that are grasping the trend and looking for something. And, mm-hmm. you know, even clients reach out to us and Jesus, it's not in their budget this year, but yeah, the next year they get a hold of us and okay, yeah, now I'd like to do this or people that want to add on and they want to just again, see if their cats do enjoy it. And then they yeah. call us back the next year. Yeah, no, I want to add a tunnel run over to here now. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm just imagining and, my cat in one right now. And I just, like, it gets me all excited because I'm like, oh, she would love that. Oh, she would love well, that. <laughs> well, think, of, think about it, Victoria. Again, you're a cat lover going, wouldn't it be an, a beautiful job just to build stuff for cats and yeah. get to see other people's cats oh gosh, every yeah. day, you know? <laughs> and again, my wife and I were both high up in the construction trades, commercial construction. We made good money. We traveled. We traveled sometimes two months. We'd sit on the Greek islands. We can't do that anymore. We're entrepreneurs. Yep. We mm. enjoy more what we do now. Before mm. we were slaves to the gods and up at four in the yeah. morning and being on site and being mm-hmm. responsible for for other workers and what that just didn't do it for us anymore you know mm-hmm. yeah I'm a big believer that if you love what you do you never work a day so it doesn't really matter exactly mm-hmm. yeah so I just love it. the yeah. only problem is we we're a, a seasonal business because of our location yet uh-huh. we did start shipping last year and that's not going over as big as we thought it would be but we're not marketing it much either so we're just happy mm. when we do get, we've got yeah. two going out next week, one to, another one to Thunder Bay and another one to uh, Quebec. That's our first one to Quebec. Nice. Well, oh. I'm writing down everything right now because I may be calling in on you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Send me a caddy, well, please. <laughs> yeah, last year we did one to Chicago. Uh, in the fall, we shipped one up to Alaska. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice. a, the the logistics of it again it's becoming more costly to ship things yeah mm. so again it's the uh, what we coin or somebody else has coined the uh, uh not the crazy cat lady but the uh feline enthusiast or dedicated feline enthusiast that go no this is what i want and i've been looking at them for for years and, and like Veronica or victoria said i want to get a catio someday and that's on my bucket list and yeah, mm. one day they do give us a call or yeah yeah it's it's unfortunate that there are some people who don't seem to be overly concerned about their cats when I walk around my neighborhood there have been some well aside from the roaming cats because there's a lot of apartment buildings in my area and I'll, I'll sometimes see a cat in the window that has no screen or I'll see it on the ledge of the balcony or something like that yeah you know, I'm just so afraid that they're going to fall yeah. and injure themselves. And I don't know if people, if these people think, oh, well, they're cats, they're going to just land on their feet or Nine what, lines, <laughs> what <right>? it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, again, there's some hardliners, even some that run our local uh, lost and found pages on, on Facebook that are yeah. hardline that cats should be able to roam. And oh, yeah. Uh, people shouldn't be called out when they're posting that their cat hasn't come home yet that kind of thing and it's so hard for us you know I've had it out with her this one woman but it's Mm. uh, that thing that they're still back in the stone age and and yeah your neighborhood Mm. is fine your cat always comes home or your neighbor's Mm. cats always go back to their house but in a perfect world it it just doesn't happen you know Mm -hmm. no my mom had uh, she was taking care of a feral cat colony and she was helping them do the, the trap and release and she was feeding them and uh, she was working with the animal control and helping to at least give themselves a best life possible. And they were in suburbia near a busy highway. 
when she started taking over the cats and before they were able to start spaying and neutering them, yep. she at one point had 30 cats. And wow. I could probably say about 10 of those were probably hit by car. And mm. one of them got into a huge fight with a rabid raccoon. Those, these oh, wow. are things you can't control. No, no. It no. doesn't matter how savvy your cat is. No. And then there's the ne'er-do-wells that yeah. will see a cat on the side of the road and go out of their way to hit it, you know? Oh, yeah. We've talked about it on our podcast and on our uh, radio show as well, that roaming cats, if you live in an area that has a sensitive ecosystem, a roaming cat can interrupt that. So if you have like small rodents or birds that are inching towards endangered status or anything like that, a cat is going to kill. That's what they do. Yeah. They are indiscriminate. They kill without prejudice. And if, you know, if you continue to let them roam, they will like decimate. Yeah. Yeah. They'll decimate yeah. The, the ecosystem. They may do well when it comes to mice and rats and stuff yeah. like that, because those tend to be out of control in a lot of urban areas. But people don't realize that not only do cats get stressed when they have an extreme territory to roam, they also can damage the ecosystem. And your neighbors don't want to have your cat digging in their flower garden. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And people who think, and I'm getting on a soapbox, I apologize. It's, it's my yeah. thing, Don, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> but people have to realize that your cat does not have the right to intrude on other people's property. Yeah, mm -hmm. but there's just, it's it's tough to police. Oh, yeah. it is. Even in the city where I'm in going, yeah, there's bylaws that your your cat is allowed to roam, just not on anybody else's private property. Which, <laughs> yeah, I know. Is, I even which, joked about that. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> cat's going to sit there and say, oh, I can't go on that one. I must stay on the sidewalk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is a joke. And if anybody's knowledge, knowledgeable on our bylaws and our animal care and control is that if your cat does end up at animal care and control, it's held for four days and then it's passed off to a rescue to be adopted out and you don't have rights to that animal anymore. Mm -hmm. And some people, they're used to their cat being gone for multiple days. So they don't mm -hmm. even know to look. And that's yeah. the sad part that you're willing to sacrifice. And I'm, I'm not saying that these aren't their companion animal but maybe they're not as attached as other people and, and yeah. our pets. Yeah, you, you know? know, if I don't see my cat for two hours, yeah, I go looking for them. Yeah, And yeah, she's an indoor cat, but I don't like the idea that, you know, if I don't hear her, if she's not sleeping, she could be stuck somewhere. She could be yeah. getting into yeah. something. She, I don't know. Yvette's got a routine. When we go out to do a catio install or we're going to do a little job somewhere, she wants to check and see where they all are yeah. to know that, okay, now they're safe. I know? find and, that's re that's responsible. Yeah. And if you're not doing that, and if you're letting your cat yeah. roam for five, six days and don't care yeah. whether you see them or yeah. not, then you shouldn't yeah. have a cat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but sometimes it's the economics. And that's where I've seen other arguments where yeah. people say that while people of low income should be able to have a companion animal, mm. but I don't, disagree with it but i say if you can't afford the vet care you can't afford the food mm -hmm. you can't afford the litter i don't know yeah. if you can't afford insurance on your car should you still have the right to drive one i say no Right. Yeah. Right. I'm a hundred percent on board with that. Yeah, yeah. It all comes down to selfishness. It's like, yeah. if you're going to have a cat just because you want a companion, but you're not willing or able to properly care for the cat, yeah, then you shouldn't have one. It's, yeah. it's selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Very. You're just thinking of yourself and not for the care of the animal. Yeah. And I, I, I get it. We fall on hard times. Our, our 
economic circumstances change. But yeah. the long and short of it, there is some people that say, geez, if my cat roams, I don't have to spend as much money or scoop in the litter box as much and even food because he's getting fed by some of the neighbors or finding mm. a bird here or there. Mm-hmm. So I get that. But that's, again, not not being a responsible feline guardian, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. You know, we just did a, a few episodes on animal rights, animal welfare, and such. And we talked about there being a spectrum. And you have the people on the one extreme end who don't really care about animals. They just oh. think that they're... Well, yeah, there's that yeah. extreme too. But... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. bowing down Up to on them. the pedestal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah there's both ends to that spectrum I agree that yeah yeah there's people that uh, well again we know that farmers farmers have to keep their livestock contained mm-hmm. they can't let their cows or their sheep roam across the highways but mm-hmm. it's only felines that have been accepted in society to say well it's okay if they roam we know you don't have much control over it or we know mm-hmm. it's natural for them to want to or gee they mm-hmm. darted out the door again all the, mm-hmm. the reasons why oh yeah you know and that's why last year we published a book on just some of the tips and tricks on if you're going to build one yourself this is what you should think about mm-hmm. and uh, we're donating the proceeds of that book to our local rescues and trying to give that's back that beautiful way. what's the name mm-hmm. of that book it's uh Catio's tips and tricks from the pros for the DIYers. Oh, cool. It's on our website, but it's also on, on Amazon eBooks and Noble and Apple books. And I mm-hmm. uh, look like I'll be purchasing a book in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for our listeners, we'll put that in the show notes, their website so that you can access it there. Yeah. And and a couple of the other places that you'll be able to yeah. reach out to them. We've had people comment to say it was really helpful and other people buying it, expecting to get blueprints in there and how we build our catios. Well, no, because you can get those online for free anywhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> and other places yeah. to sell them. It's just more of the, what we keep in mind when we're designing a catio for somebody or, you know, just to help the, the new people that, geez, I don't know where to start and what I should think about uh, do I need yeah. do I need permits for it if I build it this way and if I build it that way then I don't or... mm. I love that approach because there are so many people that go oh I've got a catio and they don't know why and they don't know how to do it and they try to build something and it ends up being not efficient they give up halfway through because they're not taking everything into consideration yeah. and it mm-hmm. can become an eyesore it can become an eyesore to your neighbor yeah. which is something yeah. to consider too right yeah mm-hmm. for for the catios that are connected with rental places and condos, I would presume that people would need to talk to the rental management or property management and condo board. Yeah. Yeah. We've worked with clients and Mm -hmm. even some where colors had to be specific. It had to be a certain height, no higher than the top of the railing. And Mm -hmm. it took three months. We got that one approved and it's just working. And then we've had other clients where it's easier to beg for forgiveness and ask for permission. <laughs> right? mm. And and one, it was a, a 
one lady with a local rescue, she got permission from her condo board and we put her a window box on her second floor bedroom window. And uh, a year and a half later, it's a new condo board and they told her she got to take it down. Mm. And oh, go, wow, wow yeah, this it's... is bad for the cats. They're so used to it. They loved it. Right. And yeah. now they lost it. Yeah. And if they had talked to them beforehand and maybe explained the benefits of it yeah. and that there would be less chance maybe for damage. Well, yeah. I guess if you're owning a condo, you don't have to worry about the damage except for yourself. Yeah. But in the rental places, you know, it's going to reduce damage inside the home because there's going to be less stress and stuff like that. If they're let yeah. help to understand that, they're probably going to be more inclined to allow it. Yeah. And again, it's still a growing industry. Yeah. And there's more people catching on to it, more people seeing the benefits of it, knowing that, geez, if I've got a, a, a big condo project here, well, geez, if I let the, the residents put catios up well then there won't be cats maybe roaming the, the neighborhood disrupting everyone's lives mm -hmm. you know yeah well i always say on our show if an animal is getting everything that it needs and it's happy and content it's not going to want to roam no. it's not going to do damage it's not going to do any of the things that everybody says they'll do yeah. because they're happy yeah. and what better way to keep your cat happy than providing it a space yeah. where it can be a cat yeah. <laughs> i know even ours sometimes we'll give them what we call free time outside and that's where in an evening we want to go in the backyard and mm -hmm. sit with our cats we'll open the catio doors and let them come out but mm. if something scares them, you know where they run? They run right back in their catio mm. because that's they know cool. it's safe. They know they can mm -hmm. get back in the house. And that's, mm. again, one of the things we touch on with independent access to know that putting them in a, a standalone catio is not the same at all for having one that's connected to the home with independent access. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's just like putting your cat in a, in a crate or a carrier out on the lawn and say, here, have fun. And you're out <laughs> right. in the fresh air. <laughs> yeah, but I'm stuck. I'm trapped. Mm -hmm. And you know, we have like a lot of people, the, the, the garbage truck that every week goes down the back alley. Well, mm -hmm. if our cats are out on that garbage day, two of them, they scoot back in the house. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, hear, they hear the pss, pss of the garbage trucks firing up their, their machines and they know it, but they st it still scares them and they want to run back in the house. Yeah. The other mm -hmm. two sit out there oh, going, yeah. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, my Maisie's like that. Yeah. She doesn't like trucks. Yeah. Even if all the windows are shut, if a, if a truck goes up the hill, she she runs between the couches. Yeah. She just she can't. They want to go to it. their safe spot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the important thing of thinking of a catio and how you can provide them with the independent access so they can get back to that safe spot in the house. Mm. Yeah, I agree. It's their space. Mm. But I know we we watch our industry. Again, there's probably upwards of 80 to 90 catio builders around the world right now. Oh, yeah. And every year there's a few more startups, and we're always happy because it just means that more people are getting access to go, hey, I want to get a mm. patio built or, oh, geez, John here, he's got some great ideas. I like his or, you know, and mm -hmm. that's just helping the industry so much too, right? Yeah. And better for cats. Mm -hmm. I noticed in the, the one set of pictures that I looked at that you had put what looked like artificial grass in yep. the patio. Is that for them to scratch on or is that something that they like to lie on? Or That's more just for a texture difference. We don't put oh, much of okay. it. Again, mm -hmm. because we don't normally put roofs over our catios, mm -hmm. artificial turf will get extremely hot in direct sunlight. So putting mm -hmm. it sparingly in a catio is okay, but mm -hmm. not completely covering every surface in there with artificial turf and go, oh, it looks like grass, mm -hmm. you know. So what are the, some of the different things that people could include in their catios? Well, sky's the limit for that. 
<laughs> for us, we're always trying to change it up. Uh, mm -hmm. Little kitty cubby, little uh, center climbers. And again, it's depending on the space of the catio, but our eight by eights, we like to put a, a center climber up that from any of the shelves, they can jump to the center and then off to the other side and be able to navigate and run around and chase each other, that kind of mm -hmm. thing. Love yeah. it. Little sets of stairs. And we all got to think about our cats and as they age, they may not be as active. So we mm -hmm. try to incorporate or look at the age of the cats and say, hey, how about we put a little ramp up here or a little set of stairs over here? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we actually had um, a set of stairs that we used for our aging cat to get up on the couch and on the beds and stuff. And then when we got our kittens, and Maisie now is two and a half years old, we got a five foot cat tower and they were still too little to jump on it. <laughs> so we used the stairs and pushed it up to the cat tower and they used the stairs. At two and a half years old, she still uses the yeah. stairs to climb the cat tower. <laughs> one of our cat trees, we've got a very old, one of our first little scratch posts where it's got a little angled surface on it and a scratch mm. pole holding it up. We have that by one of the cat trees and, and they use that as a jumping off point to get up there. And it's kind of not really in the way, but it's there on the floor, but we don't mm -hmm. want to take it away because mm -hmm. they, they expect it's there when they're jumping down off the cat tree. Or, mm -hmm. you know. mm -hmm. Yeah. And cats get aware of the surroundings. So after a while, when they're learning the, the environment, yeah, they may knock things over and they may do whatever. But what I noticed with with Maisie is when they were kittens and they were darting all over the house, it was scary yeah. that something was going to fall over. But mm -hmm. now that she's two and a half years old, she runs through the house like a nothing and she can weave around things and she doesn't knock a single thing off because she's used to where everything exactly. is. Exactly. They know so their territory. Just, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. Even in catios, once they get familiar with everything is and that these shelves can support them or that set of stairs, they know it. And they just, it's, it's amazing to watch them navigate it in in a quick and even in some of our videos we posted it's just boom 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 and, and it's like wow <laughs> <laughs> it's so cool yeah well and the nice thing is i guess is that i don't know most or all of the things that are in the catio are sort of fixed or sturdy like they're not we don't believe in the loose dangly things yeah we had a bad experience with with one of our own cat zeus we bought a cat tree from a local pet store and it had uh, two things dangling from it. One was lower to the ground and we were just getting ready for our, our nine to five jobs. We were uh, heading out the door and all of a sudden we heard Zeus run across the living room. We looked over and this dangly thing, it was uh, probably the size of a softball, ended up wrapping around his back leg as he kind of oh, rolled. And he was pulling and the harder he pulled, the tighter it got and going, oh, my God, yeah. we cut those things off. and. We keep that in mind now when we're doing catios or any indoor catification. Yeah. We're not going to put dangly. They look cute. And yeah, one of the dangly feather toys. Yeah, that can yeah. look nice and fun. But if it's not supervised. Yeah, exactly. They, they end up for trouble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Dangly stuff is definitely a danger yeah. to cats if there's no supervision. I also know somebody who was playing with, was one of those elasticy dangly things that was, I think, tied to a doorknob. Okay. And she mm. was playing with it when the owner wasn't at home and she ended up getting it wrapped around her neck. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. She didn't die. She was, the owner came home and was able to catch in time, but there was definitely damage to her neck. Like I think mm. damage yeah. to her trachea and stuff like that. There was always breathing problems after that. Yeah. So sad. Well, again, even the, the, the type of fencing or mesh as we call it to enclose the catio mm -hmm. there's many different types we've seen the poultry wire nicknamed chicken wire 
that kind right. of thing where mm-hmm. there's so many negatives about that but again it's all about cost and what people can afford and mm. we get that when we see the posts on social media of people saying hey look at what i built and we're like yeah but okay that and we're just happy that they're doing something besides opening the door and yeah. saying hopefully you come home tonight charlie you know right you know as as scary mm. as it may be or <laughs> mm-hmm. And we hope by our postings on social media that people will do the same way we do it or be inspired to, to build it with the same products and go, yeah, this looks safe yeah. and, and these guys got it figured out. And mm-hmm. yeah. Now you had mentioned that you don't put roofs on your catio. Typically, no. So when the elements come, yeah. um, do the cats just not use the catio it's, or do they have other places where they, they use it they all go? year round? And again, it's every catio is unique. Uh, giving them a, a small shelter, especially if they don't have independent access. But if they've got mm-hmm. independent access and it starts raining, our cats come back in the house, <laughs> just like we do, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we don't believe that it's a storage place for our cats, but a place they can go and just be increase their territory, right? Yeah, kind of like them, a playroom for children. Yeah. <laughs> when we did our Mount Olympus last year, we did make a little vinyl roof over one section. We did it more for looks, but we do get the odd client asking us for a roof. And it's very selective, again, mm-hmm. because they are in a certain way heavy, but not real heavy like a garden shed, for example. But you mm-hmm. go putting a roof on something and there's no walls closing in. Well, guess what? You've just kind of built a big sailboat there in any good gust of wind. And now your catio's tipped over. Ah, good right? point. And we've seen some on the social media page. Oh, look what happened to my catio. We had some strong. When we look at it, we go, look at that. Look, there's a tarp on it. They had a tarp on it for a roof. <laughs> Cats don't like things that flutter and flap and scare them, right? With no, the they don't. And uh, people in Great Britain, I get it. They get rain most of the year. There's people putting shower curtains on the sides of their catios <laughs> or to, to, to minimize the rain coming in, right? And a lot to do is people want to use their indoor cat trees in their catio. Mm. And those are just covered with carpet and wrapped with sisal right. and they'll deteriorate yeah. real quick. So mm. I get that why they want to and put collects mold yeah. and yeah. Yeah. bacteria. And again, yeah. it's still, the catio business is still a growing industry. There's not a whole bunch of people making things for the catio itself or an outdoor catio. Mm-hmm. Even like cat ha- cat hammocks, they're mostly for indoor. Mm. Oh, yeah. You use those yeah. outside and they're going to be just sopping wet. And Yeah. Well, I guess the ideas that people come up with on kind of on a whim, I suppose, probably yeah. seem like a good idea in the interim. Yeah. And they just don't understand until something happens that, oh, maybe that wasn't such a good yeah. idea after all. <laughs> or, or, or they build it and they don't have any kind of engineering experience or knowledge and know, oh, well, I get three feet of snow every winter. <laughs> mm. Boom. Yeah, there's one on, on the internet that caved right in because it got a good snow load on it and somebody didn't build it correctly, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. But ours, it's, again, because we're dedicated feline enthusiasts, my wife is the biggest one that, yeah, that snow's coming down. And as soon as it stops, she's out there blowing the kitty shells off and blowing out the catwalks. And our kids are loving it, going right on. I can go back out. And... <laughs> right, your kids are, your kids, your, your yeah. kitties uh, are there, loving it. There are fur kids, right? Kids. Yeah. They're kids. Yeah. They're kids yeah. from somebody who has a kid herself. Yeah. <laughs> and they're very lucky. Yeah, well, we, we try to pamper them. And you know what? They appreciate it. We try to give them the best that they, they can get. And uh, 
they're our little test subjects. They let us know where we've got problems or issues to work out. Or, mm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's fine to build catios for people, but if you don't have one yourself and see how your cats are interacting with it, to know mm-hmm. where they're hey, And that's why last year we built ourselves a bigger one to go, we've got more room to try different things in here and see what works and what doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. But you learn and expand by doing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. observing and you know, and the same thing is every cat's an individual and you have what, four cats, four cats yeah. now? Yeah. Four cats. So each one of those cats has a different personality. So now you can take four different preferences and then find interesting, creative ways to bring that into your business. So you have a more well-rounded, what we say, putting the animal first mindset. Yeah, correct. Even putting uh, in our Mount Olympus last year, we put a uh, concrete blocks in the shape of a kitty head I made a form for that and Mm. wow to watch them use that that it's a different texture for them that they can go sit on it and roll and rub their faces on it (laughs) they love it Mm. I'm sure they don't realize it's in the shape of a kitty head but (laughs) they just like the they like the different texture that it's a a concrete surface and not grass or not a cedar shelf or not the, mm. the laminate flooring in the house, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, variety is good. Yeah. It helps It helps expand their yeah. view. It helps expand their experience. And, and mm-hmm. like us, we all have different preferences on what we like, whether it's uh, cotton or polyester or whatever fabric. Cats mm-hmm. are the same way where, gee, one likes this, yeah. the other one likes that. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't like catnip. Or... We've had to take some of our, you know, that faux Sherpa stuff that they put on beds yeah. mm-hmm. and actually put towels over them because they prefer the towel yeah. over the Sherpa, <laughs> which is so weird. But yeah. so we have towels everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do it even out in the catio. We've got little cushies or little towelsy that'll put for them and stuff just to give them another little spot of, Hey, I mm. feel like going to lay yeah. down there right now. Yeah. So when- That's so cool. I'm getting excited now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For when I can have my own, my very own. But, but the good <laughs> thing is, is that catios are growing in attention. And that means even the naysayers, maybe someday will go, okay, I'm going to maybe stop letting my cat roam. And we've had lots of clients that, yep, their, their cats were roaming and their neighbors got fed up or their neighbors changed new neighbors now that don't appreciate that coming in the yard so then they decide to give us a call and Mm. we see that and and we're we're going at least we're being part of that movement and that's what we're happy to do right Mm -hmm. when you meet with your clients because i'm i imagine you have to have a a pretty in-depth conversation with them beforehand to kind of get an understanding of what they're looking for and what their needs are and that, and then also suggestions and ideas on your end of what might be beneficial for them. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Again, with COVID, our Mm -hmm. consultations kind of went by the wayside and we just did it all through email. We we missed the interaction, the meeting Mm -hmm. of people, meeting their cats, learning a little bit about their cats. And now mm-hmm. it's just been for the last couple of years, just email back and forth, send us pictures of this, send us pictures of that. And again, if they're locals and we can swing by and take some measurements, but again, it's just mm-hmm. us posting some ideas or, Hey, this is what we've done. We know that a lot of people aren't on social media in, anymore, so they don't have access to our most recent pictures, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Right? So we'll mm-hmm. ask them to look at our website and if there's something there that intrigues them, and, mm-hmm. but it, it's a fun job, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine. It is. And kitty people are great. They're different. And uh, Mm -hmm. 
I think you guys were even talking on one of your other podcasts about the Humane Society, and uh, they wanted us to participate this year. They they do something called Pets in the Park, right? And it's a big event, and we did it the one year, and we got stuffed in a little tent, and we brought a catio with us. And there was a, a small handful of cats that came around with their their guardians, but it's just not a thing that cats do. You don't take cats to the park mm. for one. It's a high stress level especially mm-hmm. when there's a whole bunch of barking dogs mm-hmm. and other humans yeah. they don't know. So we said, no, we're, we won't do that anymore. If you want to have a cat-only mm-hmm. event, we'd love to be part of it. Right. But Yeah, I've been in the process of getting my cat travel-friendly. Okay. She had her first trip, uh, which was a success. Uh, it worked. But that's one of the things that we're going to have to do is we're going to slowly introduce her to different sounds. And she's been coming on vacation with us. And, you know, yeah. we got a travel backpack. Yeah. So it's going to be a process. Like you had mentioned earlier. It, a it, little bit of training. Trainable, yeah. But it takes yeah. time. Here's one thing mm-hmm. we used to do is take them with us and go to that Golden Arches place and throw French fries out to the seagulls. And the cats just love to sit and watch that, right? <laughs> so it's getting them to know that, hey, I'm going to go for a car ride. I'm going to go get to watch seagulls, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, and that's what that's what my my first step is getting him into the car. Yeah. When we took her out this past week, I was with her the entire time, except for three minutes. So I had to pump gas. But... <laughs> But I think there was a a security and cats are different. And this is probably why people are moving towards catios is, you know, a dog, they find their security with their people. A cat finds security in their environment. You're right. Having a secure environment is their natural desire. So when you try to get cats interested in traveling or going to a park to do a fair or anything like that, they have to realize that, okay, this can actually be fun and I can experience things so they can feel more comfortable in whatever environment they're in. But naturally they just want to be in their own environment. And that's why they run back to their catio if they get scared because Mm -hmm. it's it's where they're safe, where they feel secure and grounded. It's an Mm -hmm. extension of their territory when it comes to when the home Mm -hmm. is just their territory and now they've got a catio to be part of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you also have been on CBC radio correct with mark connelly twice (laughs) (laughs) twice (laughs) yeah but real quick guys it's uh you know i think we're in there for like a minute and a half and it's okay now we're back to our regular programming (laughs) oh okay (laughs) so it wasn't like an actual actual interview it was just more of an introduction to yeah okay yeah that kind of thing (laughs) But there's also an article by CBC on you as well, I saw. Yeah, that was uh, last year they came out. And mm-hmm. again, with COVID, the, uh, just the photographer, not the producer, came out. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's the one that he had the list of questions from the producer. And he asked me, and he recorded uh, in a bunch of a video and then went back and chopped it all up and left about oh. 30 seconds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Well, there was busy night on the news, so we only got this much time. But oh, okay. we're glad to get that exposure. And yeah. it's, it's not much more for our business, but to get people thinking the mindset that maybe this is the thing to do for our cat mm-hmm. is it's what like our goal is, seeds. right? Yeah. You know, we know we, we can ship, but not everyone's got the finances. And geez, if they can, yeah, go to Home Depot and, and get some materials and, and make something 
that's safe for their cat to go outside, we're going right on, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe as the economy improves, which hopefully it will start improving in the next year or so. I don't know how, I don't know much about economics, so I don't know how long it yeah. takes, but, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully once it starts to improve, maybe there'll be more interest and more ability to invest in, in things catio. like catios. Yeah. And if the prices of lumber come down again, or yeah. You know, that's been one of the kickers for us. We know that we can't price everything up here because not everyone's got that kind of a budget. Mm, that's the truth, yeah. it, right? Mm -hmm. And with us, we tell people you can add on. You can start mm -hmm. with this small module and later on add a catwalk over to here. And we love going to do add-ons because we get to see the cats so used to their catio because they've been in it for a year or quite a few months. And then now we're adding on to it and they'll be standing there waiting to go into the new part. <laughs> well, because they, they visualize, they see the, the mesh or they see the cedar and they go, well, I know this is going to be good for me. And we just mm. see that in their yeah. eyes, you know, mm. that's compared awesome. to a, a cat that's never been in a catio and there's his uh, guardian pushing him through the pet door and go, don't do that. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> let them go out on yeah, their don't own. force your cat to no. do something right <laughs> <laughs> it won't turn out good you know we did one for a lady who's a dentist and she well how about i go inside and get my cat and i'll bring it out and and, and we'll let it go back in through the pet door and okay if you're okay she came out and her cat seen us and he just just ripped her her chest apart she was just bleeding and we're like okay it wasn't that important you know, yeah. can't force cats. Yeah, cats can get scared at, at the drop of a hat. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if the, if all of a sudden they feel insecure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a we, that's a bloody scratch there. Yeah. We know ours, and we know watching our cats go with when their tail is upright and erect, rubbing on the, the the ceiling of the catwalk as they're heading to their catio to go. Wow, they're proud. They're happy. They're secure, mm -hmm. and they're, they know that I'm, I'm heading out to to watch my neighborhood birds. Mm -hmm. See, one of them's dumb enough to fly into the catio here. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I have to let my cat out because she's trying to dig at the door. Hold on one moment. <laughs> Whatever that cat wants, she gets. <laughs> See, that's why we have uh, through wall pet doors is what we put in. And we like them just for the fact that it doesn't compromise the security of your home by using a window mm. that uh, mm -hmm. they can go in and out and we can be off somewhere and we know nobody's getting in the house and our, our cats are safe mm. but uh, it's yeah that's a good point yeah, yeah. and again i like that not idea. everyone's into having somebody cut a hole in their house i mean We've done some for the uh, proverbial crazy cat lady, the sort of use that word, where, yeah, cut a hole here. I want a window box on every window, and I want the, and <laughs> she's just adding on more and more. <laughs> and we get it. There is people that like that out there, and there's other people that, you know, especially when sometimes the husband's involved. No, uh, we can have one, but it just has to be right here. Not over there, not close to my big deck where I've got my big screen TV and my bar friends are going to come over and going to watch the football game and, you know. <laughs> priorities, you know. Yeah. I know priorities. Yeah. <laughs> As I roll thine yeah. eyes. Yeah. But, but, you know, I, I'm, I'm bashing guys sometimes, but I, I shouldn't. You know, we've even had a guy that was on a fixed income in a, in a low-income housing and here's my credit card. I want a catio. And he loved oh, his two cats nice. that much. And going, you know, he, he didn't have the spare cash. He was going to put it on payments. And 
And it's like, wow. Yeah, so that's one I, of those people that, you know, they put their animals before they, they put their own selves yeah, yeah, first. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's why I say there's all kinds. And uh, we just like that more and more people are catching on to it. And it's mm-hmm. just for the benefit of our feline community and, and even our, our city. So they're not being inundated with so many colonies of feral cats. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hopefully this episode will get our listeners thinking Thinking. Mm -hmm. of what could be for their cats Mm -hmm. definitely and again there's the middle ground yeah (laughs) i mean social media we're not personally out on our social media much just for our business but Mm -hmm. yeah there there seems to be a, a growing trend moving away from social media and i guess i could sympathize with that with the some of the stuff we see and misinformation, disinformation, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But for me, it's a good way to see what's going on in the, in the feline industry and who's doing what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I would think if you were to do any type of social media, I think Instagram would be good because you can actually show pictures of the actual catios and the cats enjoying. Yeah. Our Instagram hasn't taken off as much. We didn't start it quite as early as our Facebook, but. Uh, well, I'll, I'll have to yeah. follow you on all three of my Instagrams. <laughs> <laughs> and again we're we've started a, a a tiktok and youtube account we're going to be posting more videos and that seems to be going well and yeah that's where vid- videos were yeah. that people want to know they like to see the people behind the product yeah. yeah because it gives them more security about what they're buying for yeah. their animal and also seeing the process yeah even something we learned about social media and having a, a review section that geez, if somebody's got a business page and there's no review section, it's because they took it down. And why did they take it down? Mm. Because you can't ever delete a review. Mm. If you've got a a negative or a bunch of negative reviews, Mm -hmm. you can respond to them, but you can't ever remove them. And the only way is to take down the whole review section. So that's always something for telling people watching about if you see somebody that doesn't have a review section on social media, why don't you? Mm. Interesting. I I never knew that. Yeah. For Mm. Facebook anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what Instagram has. Mm, <laughs> I don't think they have a really, they don't really have a review. No. I'm they still don't trying to figure out how to share on Instagram. <laughs> you really can't. No it's way. just, it's literally, it's just. Hashtags. Yeah. yeah. You can actually share. I mean, the hashtags are, are kind of the important thing because you have to have a mixture of hashtags that are some that are extremely popular, like millions of mm, people yeah. use. And then you got to use some that are you know, kind of exclusive to you. I haven't figured all of that out yet either, but I've done a couple of live videos on Instagram. I was doing them on Facebook, but I couldn't share them on Facebook except for to my personal feed. And then I decided I would test out doing a live on Instagram and it was allowing me to share it to LinkedIn and to Facebook. Okay. Oh, nice. And it basically, it's, it was, it's not like the little, you know, you get the little picture of the square with a little bit of text. It wasn't showing up like that. It was actually like showing the whole video. Yeah. It just showed that it was from Instagram and that was it. Okay. So maybe they've changed how, how it's working now. It doesn't seem to be working to Twitter though. (laughs) One video last year that got one point seven million views oh my goodness so people Hmm. are out there and even that that viral post it got anywhere i think close to 16 million views but we had people from all over the world south africa commenting and it was just amazing the, the people that got onto that and whoever again there's no real rhyme or reason what makes a a post go viral there could Mm. be photos of the same cat (laughs) 
and one, yeah, will, but one will get more views than the yeah. other. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's obviously somebody paying attention to your posts. Right on. And <laughs> so I think your move into YouTube is going to be a really good thing mm -hmm. for people to get the idea that this is what you need to do for your cat. This is what's going to make a happy cat. Well, the mm -hmm. videos is what's going to help us to show the yeah. still sometimes our catios and as you've seen by some of our pictures, they're too hard to stitch together. Yvette and I looking at the picture, but we built it. So it makes sense to yeah. us, but to other people that are just scrolling the photos, they don't know that, oh, that's a, a catwalk headed over to that spruce tree where there's a lounge box attached to the spruce tree so the kitty can watch the squirrels run up the spruce tree and go, we get it, but maybe, but if we did as a video, then they would see that, right? Mm, yeah. Yeah, but it's a fun job. Oh, my cat is entering the room again. <laughs> Everybody stand. <laughs> and now she's going back out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she knows how to get your attention. Yes, sweetie. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we had her once jump in front of me while we were doing a recording. I'm like, well, hello there. <laughs> Yeah, she needs a catio. That's for sure. <laughs> we have an indoor catio. She's got a four-foot cage here that she loves. If you're interested in, in elaborate cat trees, I suggest you check out, his name's Brad, his uh, website or his Facebook page is uh, Custom Cat Cribs. Oh, He's okay, out of cool. Leth Lethbridge, Alberta. And once you see some of his pictures, you'll just go crazy that the amount of thinking and and uh, artistry that goes into these they actually look like trees and just mm. really huge i've probably seen some of his pictures yeah. when i've gone roaming looking yeah. for cat trees yeah really elaborate mm -hmm. arms sticking out here and that and it looks like bark wrapped around the base and yeah wow. oh nice yeah. nice his TikTok <laughs> just went crazy last week i think it was he's up to uh 97 000 followers and uh, oh, wow. 1.7 million <sighs> likes i think yeah i haven't yeah. entered the TikTok world yet yeah. <laughs> we're just starting <laughs> It scares me. Yeah. But again, anything, <laughs> we know that the old days of, unless your picture was posted in the newspaper, we know that electronic social media, that's the way to get the, the word out, the message yeah. out of, hey, this is, this is appropriate nowadays, you know, mm. this is what's the best for my cat, or it may not be from these people, maybe I'm going to buy it from here or build one myself, mm. but this is what's yeah. socially acceptable. You know, mm -hmm. we all know that tying up a dog on a chain out in the backyard is not socially acceptable anymore, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, people still do it, but it's frowned mm -hmm. upon and there's bylaws now that I think even in the city south to us, Calgary, we're having an animal tethered in the backyard is against the bylaws. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Things but are we slowly learn, shifting. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the old days of you caught someone stealing a horse and you could hang them by their neck from the nearest tree and people go good job you know but nowadays people okay you can't do that anymore right? mm. we change as human beings we learn and we adapt yeah right? yeah i'm grateful for our human shifting yeah <laughs> i'm really glad that we're seeing things differently i'm glad that we are looking at our cats and our dogs and our other fellow creatures on this planet with a little bit more kindness yeah. and grace and admiration mm. yeah. for who they are. Yeah. They're, you know, I always say it all the time. They're people too. Yeah. <laughs> they're people too. They need to be treated like we treat each other. They are. They have feelings. They sense our, especially cats, they sense our emotions. Mm -hmm. They know when we're not 
feeling right up there or mm-hmm. you know it's just being able to step back or, or take a few minutes to recognize that these aren't dummy creatures you know mm-hmm. no they're not they're in- intelligent they know how to navigate life navigate us they know how to train us <laughs> mm-hmm. right even our kids to go up to the pet door and we've got the vinyl flap ones mm-hmm. and sometimes they'll stand there at the pet door and go meow and you know expect mom to get up and and but when they got the zoomies they run through it like a dog <laughs> <laughs> I think right. it's just because they want to be yeah. catered yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we do. Either one of us will stand up and go, okay, here's Barbicus. You want to go out? Okay, I'll open the door for you. Oh, okay, now I'll go out. <laughs> <laughs> My cattle, she was never really good at opening doors as a kitten. And then I just let her like work at it and try. I'm like, you can do it. You can do it. You get enough. So now she she's able to open doors now. Wow. But at the same time, when she doesn't want to work, yeah. she'll just sit there. <laughs> I'm waiting. And that yeah. door is like open to crack. Yeah. And she could probably push it open, but she's like, no, no I don't want to try. <laughs> Fine. I'll yeah. open the door for you. <laughs> yeah. I love cats. <laughs> I think I've gone beyond cat enthusiast to yeah. crazy cat lady. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we're we're developing or coining phrases and names to make it sound not so uh, scary or derogatory, you yeah. know, that kind of thing, right? And and even a lot of the guys, we've got a, a big build coming up next month where it's a husband and wife. They're both into it. They both want this big elaborate catio. We're just stoked that it's again we've we've had it once before in a consult where a husband and wife were were almost fighting because the wife says okay i want to enclose the whole deck and the husband said what yeah you love the cats he said i only like them and you could just see them throwing daggers at each other with their eyes and we're like okay let's hurry up and leave (laughs) let us know when the arsenic sets in She's oh, there's joined. Your little baby. Wow. She's a cutie. Yeah, Maisie has just joined us. Two and a half? She's two and a half. Yeah, yeah she's little. She's yeah. like bitty. <laughs> she's barely seven pounds. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, we've got a, a, a range of sizes and again, all different. Apollo, we just had him last year of, uh, he developed IBD. We're like, we didn't even know what that oh. was. And they cut him open straight down the middle and did biopsies on everything and they were wondering if it was cancer or mm. again i know it's a wow. subject you guys have talked about pet insurance yeah we're a, a pet insurance kind of people and we're thankful we've had it for the few times we've had to take them in for emergency care and oh yeah 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 i, I had a cat that had to get cut open to do biopsies yeah. it's expensive yeah for apollo it was a fourteen thousand dollar bill oh wow wow yeah and again it was that wasn't our portion <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the fact is that you can definitely see that if somebody's faced with either I pay for this or I have to surrender my animal or let it cross the rainbow bridge, mm-hmm. you know, when, when yeah. money comes in the middle and that's what yeah. Yvette said, you know, we're not going to let this be a problem for us and, and starting them when they're young before mm-hmm. they have any pre-existing conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a big advocate for yeah. pet insurance. Yeah. It has saved us thousands and thousands of dollars over yeah. the years. Mm-hmm. I mean, the run of the mill, the, the exams and stuff like that, I get it. And even now we, again, more attuned to our cats to know that they, they do better when we have a concierge vet come and do all their shots and stuff here at, at home and mm-hmm. actually out in the catio where they're in their territory. They haven't mm-hmm. been stressed putting into yeah. a, 
a carrier going to the, the veterinary clinic. Mm-hmm. And we're really lucky to have one that'll come to the house. And, yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if there's too many um, vets that do home visits yet. Yeah. Well, it, there's there's a few in, in Edmonton yeah. that do. And, and we found one and she does great. She's actually on our CBC interview that's on our website there where she does a little uh, interview at the end. Mm. You know, she's really good and helps us out with nutrition. And, and Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. My vet is 45 minutes away from me oh, wow. and uh, they do some home visits, but I don't think they would drive 45 yeah. minutes to my house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you're not right. That's the, quite a haul. Thing. Yeah. It wouldn't be cost effective. But again, there's the, te- the telehealth when, when available, the telehealth ones that can help to at mm-hmm. least determine that, yeah, maybe I should bring them in and do some tests, that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least I have that option now. Just goes to show you how important the animals are. Yeah. We have to do what we can to better their lives in yeah. any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know as I've gotten older, my uh, admiration or my respect for animals has definitely grown from when I was in my teens. And I think we can all, we're, our interests, our hobbies, our, our lookout in life changes as we get older for sure Mm -hmm. but even lately in our city here they've had some uh, canada geese problems we know there's an avian flu going around in canada now Mm -hmm. it's migrated up here and uh, yeah even today coming down the one major street coming home here and uh, there's a goose just standing in the middle of the intersection and like my god hopefully nobody hits them you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's scary yeah Mm -hmm. but i'm glad there are people like you here to help us give our animals the best life mm-hmm. you know what it's a big world there's a lot of people even like you guys to help we all learn every day and we love learning about animals about cats and you know to help people learn that gee there might not be bad people in the neighborhood poisoning your cat but they might have just fertilized their grass or their their flower garden and now your cat's going to walk in and then they're grooming and going mm-hmm. how do you even know what they came in contact with when you take yeah. them to the vet because they're vomiting their mm-hmm. you know i had a cat that uh died of rat poison okay horrible death and i'm certain that she wasn't poisoned but what she did was she ate a poisoned mouse yeah mm. and we need to look at again back to the ecosystem thing you know, it's not safe to let your animals roam. No. As long as Home Depot, Lowe's, all of those big box stores, not sponsored, yeah. sell rat poison. Yeah, that's right. And people are using rat poison to fix their pest problem. Yeah. Your cat can die yeah. of rat poison. Yeah. Because the cat's a killer. It's going to kill a mouse. Yeah. It's going to kill another animal that ate that poison. Yeah. And it doesn't just kill the rat. It doesn't just kill a mouse. It'll get anything that kills that mouse rat. Yeah. Yeah. Or eats it, yeah. And because we can't control anything outside our yards and what other people do, it's going, how 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 can people think that it's wise to just say, okay, Charlie, don't go too far, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and plus there's the exposure to wild animals. Yeah. They could get accidentally shut into somebody's garage or shed yeah. and not be found for who knows how long. Yeah. And then there's exposure to all of the chemicals that are in those places. Yeah. So get yourself a catio, people. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha
or or build yourself one you know <laughs> yeah. do, do something besides opening the door and saying hopefully you come home tonight charlie you know mm-hmm. yeah it's important that we put them first yeah yeah so miranda do you have any other questions no i don't have any more questions we'll just let people know where they can find you how to reach you right so you're going to be at meow fest in vancouver bc in august correct correct August 20th, a live event. A live and event. we were invited. Mm, nice. That's great. There's That's catio awesome. builders out west there and, and they invited us. Oh nice. Right? <laughs> so I guess we feel privileged. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, it's always great when you get invited instead of having to ask to attend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, we've we've been part of a another big uh, animal show that happens every year in our city that we did that the first couple of years, but again, it was mostly dogs, dog oriented. There was hardly any yeah. to do with cats and went, mm-hmm. okay, we want to help, but <laughs> I think we can all attest most cat people are introverts to some extent, mm. not most, yes. a lot are. And, and again, we see it and even our demographics and look who our customers are. I was shocked last year. We actually had two sets of customers that were what I call millennials. They had small children, four and five years old, going, this just doesn't fit to people that buy a catio because they're spending their money on their children with skin, right? Mm, (laughs) Not the children with fur. And Mm. I get that, right? They've got a a different priority. I've got to raise my children and and put them through college. Yeah. I would argue the fact that your cat's your child too. Yeah. Even something small, like you said, a window box or something they can go in and out of. And yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Uh, we usually take the, the screen out and put a plexiglass in place of the screen and we cut a, a pet flap into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, it works well because it doesn't allow the weather to come in the house if your cat still wants yeah. to go outside, right? Mm-hmm. And they do make the screen flaps if you're lucky enough to live in a climate that it's nice and sunny all year round. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'll stay away from those clients. I'm not, I'm not a sun person. (laughs) I am one of those introverts. (laughs) But if if you like uh, cats, uh, ones that walk around, again, the Greek islands, they've got quite the the stray cat populations on those. And Mm -hmm. that's where our name, if you you didn't know, Hellas actually means Greek. Oh, okay. If you, if you notice the, the soccer player, football players, they call it. Uh, on their shirts it doesn't say Greece it says Hellas oh okay. I did not know we, that that's why we chose that name is because Greece is our paradise where we love to go and relax and we thought we're building a paradise for cats hmm. let's call our company Hellas and it'll be their kitty little paradises <laughs> that's right? awesome and you're on yeah. Facebook on mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram what are your handles at Hellas custom catios custom catios okay so yeah. Hellas custom catios. catios and we'll have all that on the show notes yeah and it's on our website yeah there's links to it and I think we've got uh, an Instagram feed going along the bottom of our website as well oh nice yeah we had a, a local lady help us out to redesign our website this year and I told her when it was down, you should have put something like, oh, the cleaning lady's here. The site will be back up and running shortly. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> so check these guys out. Hellascustomcatios.com. Find them on Facebook, on Instagram. And if you can plug your book again, so people can. Catio building tips and tricks for the DIYers from the pros. It's again on our website, Amazon Kindle books. You can even order a paperback version. And 
surprisingly, people still are ordering the paperback more than they're ordering the ebook. <laughs> Mm, I kind of like having paperback books. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's what I'm, I'm getting that. And, and I, I didn't at first when we uh, first launched it, I didn't put it up for a paperback. And then uh, had a few people ask, so I thought, well, okay, let's try it. And yeah, it's just that's where they prefer to get it, it seems like. There will always be book lovers. They love yeah. the smell of the paper <laughs> and the glue. <laughs> Miranda's one of those. <laughs> paper and the glue with their cat sitting beside them or their dog or yep. reading a book <laughs> right on thanks guys for having us sorry Yvette couldn't make you're it you're very welcome it was so nice having you Don and we are so thankful that we were able to have you on the show and get this information out to our listeners because we really need to do what we can to make our cats lives more enriched so they Correct. can really thrive and not just live. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you, Miranda, for having me. And thanks for the work that you guys do informing people of proper ways of taking care of your pets. And no matter what us animal lovers, we've got to learn to do what's best for our pets. Yeah. And we got to stick together. Yes. yes. <laughs> stick together. Let's change the world en masse. <laughs> Have a good night. Have a great you night. Too. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed that interview. That was really fun. Got to learn a lot about catios and how important they are to our feline friends. We will have all of the information you need to get in touch with them on the show notes. So be sure to go check on those. I'll have all the links to find them on all the socials. And we're going to put them on our resource page yes. as well. So keep an eye on that. And as always, give us a quick follow. If you see us like and subscribe to our podcast. And if you feel so kind, leave a review. We'd love to hear your feedback. You could always find us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Patreon. We're at the Animal Files official. Mm -hmm. We are at the Animal Files on Twitter. And you can always email us at the Animal Files Podcast at gmail.com. And we have our own website where you can find all those juicy little resources. And that's the Animal Files Podcast.com. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time on the Animal Files Podcast. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please be sure to rate, review, and recommend the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want some more great info, be sure to check out www.theanimalfilespodcast.com.